You are listening to the American Truth Project Podcast. Welcome to the Truth Report. I'm Barry Nussbaum. Today, let's discuss the Women's March on D.C. and similar marches throughout America that took place just after the inauguration of Donald Trump. Marches for women's rights in the United States and around the world amounted to a remarkable protest against Donald Trump on his first full day in office. Hundreds of thousands of women turned out in numerous cities. The question going forward is whether the marches are simply a cathartic moment for people upset over Trump's November election victory or will be a more enduring opposition movement. While the mood at the main march in Washington was mostly jovial, the day underscored some of the the challenges facing the left in the aftermath of Trump's victory. It was not immediately clear what political impact the marches would have on the Trump administration or Republicans in Congress. While most marchers were well-behaved, some were not. Trump supporters were attacked in several instances. Not the best face of democratic protest. One central hurdle for protesters, their effort to draw attention to so many different political priorities. Even the signs they carried reflected the diversity of their agendas. Some were there advocating for the Black Lives Matter movement, while others aimed to bring attention to reproductive rights. Some focused on the fight for equal pay and their opposition to the rollback of former President Barack Obama's health care law, the ACA, commonly known as Obamacare. There was very positive coverage in the liberal media, CNN, the New York Times, the Washington Post, etc. were all very supportive. Okay then, so what is the truth behind the marches? Well, first, participation in democracy is a good thing, always and forever. Any activity that encourages more participation is great for America, whether it is support for protests or against the policies of the government and our elected officials. Women walking to demonstrate for women's rights or women's issues or women in general is wonderful and should be encouraged. You go, ladies. Keep it up. Second, who is behind the march in D.C. is very important. Maybe as important as our first point. Why? Because the agenda of those in charge can be sneaked into the overall dialogue unknowingly and covertly. One of the key organizers and co-chair was Linda Sarsour, a Muslim with radical ties who became one of the four key organizers. This is the lady who promotes Sharia for America, tweeted in November that it's not a big deal that women can't drive in Saudi Arabia. In the past, Sarsour has railed against women's rights in the Muslim world. She openly advocates for including Sharia in the United States. Yet Sharia law would cut her March's half a million turnout down to 250,000. Because as we know, under Sharia, a woman's testimony is worth half that of a man's. 
Sharia would also punish the female protesters for vulgarity, for publicly display, displaying their pussy caps and other brazen symbols of womanhood. It would also allow men to beat their wives and their daughters for participating in public protests. Although Linda thinks President Trump will turn back the clock by 300 years, Sarsour forgets that Islam never left the Middle Ages in its primeval view of women. In spite of the fact that she is completely and totally against the rights of women and firmly in favor of Sharia being enforced in the United States against women, she spoke from the platform to a national audience of women who cheered her wildly. Third, other radical speakers were given the podium in honor of their message. Here's what Madonna had to say. Welcome to the revolution of love. To the rebellion, to our refusal as women to accept this new age of tyranny. Where not just women are in danger, but all marginalized people. And to our detractors that insist that this march will never add up to anything. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Yes, I'm angry. Yes, I am outraged. Yes, I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. Yep. Quote. F you and quote F you and quote I have thought an awful lot about by blowing up the White House unquote yep she spoke about killing the President of the United States his family and the entire White House staff if any normal person said that would they be in jail would the Secret Service have them investigated and charged with the felony of threatening the President of the United States Please don't try this at home to prove my point. Movie star Ashley Judd read a poem branding Trump the devil and Hitler, locking his hair, his complexion, and cracking a crude, wet dreams infused with your own dreams incest joke about him and Ivanka. Yes, this lady suggested that the President of the United States wants to have sex with his daughter. Why isn't that the headline? Is she helping the women's rights cause with that intellectual low light? The point is, if the message is the democratic inclusion of women, is the movement helped by women who want them turned into prisoners of their men or are so unhinged that they fantasize about the president having sex with his daughter or even killing the president? Fourth, Democracy is both a responsibility and a risk at the same time. It is inherently the vehicle for good and evil at the same time. Including the secret agenda types and the anarchists on the same stage gives voice to the worst kind of democracy, the factions that can lead to the forming of mobs. The founders warned us of this in their writings, and it's the reason why we don't have a direct democracy. We have a representative form of government. And don't forget that the voices of the radicals do not reflect mainstream America. Donald Trump won because he represents views that are more supported in America 
The Electoral College was not close. More white women in America voted for Trump than voted for Clinton, who would have been the first white woman president in American history. Basically, at its best, democracy is a wonderful, beautiful thing, and sadly, at its worst, turns ugly. A few ladies proved that in Washington, D.C. several weeks ago. Stay in touch, America. We will be following up on this story. You can handle the truth, and we intend to bring it to you. I'm Barry Newsbaum. Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project, a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our social media channels to stay plugged in to the truth. Go to americantruthproject.org and subscribe to our newsletter to stay informed on the latest news.